Hello, welcome to Spotlight, a ray of consistent hope in a world of uncertainty. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Tonight it's all about creativity as we celebrate creativity in the island community, island wide. We speak to at least a few of the movers and shakers who are helping us to celebrate creativity together. As always, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to, all together put in the spotlight, be they poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, mime, ceramics. Email spotlight at manxradio.com or howardcane, C-A-I-N-E, at manxradio.com. So, a great idea to celebrate this evening, and like all good ideas, it's a simple one, albeit not without an awful lot of marvellous work going on to make it happen. I headed down to the villa last Thursday to find out more. Here we are then. Uh, you can probably tell we're out and about again, and I suggested at the end of last week's Spotlight we'll be talking all things creative this week. And indeed we are, and uh, we've popped down to the Villa Marina for the launch of what is quite a spectacular island-wide event in many ways and really is celebrating creativity. So um, a few people will have a little chat to find out more about this, starting off with, well, maybe you can introduce yourself, Jane. Hello, um, I'm Jane Critchley and I'm from the Department for Enterprise. Um, my job is to look at creativity and social inclusion. So as part of that, we've done a community project that we've called Celebrating Creativity Together. And it's got several elements. Um, as Howard's just said, we've got the film launch today and we've got a film that's been made by Dave Armstrong and he'll have some words to say about that shortly. Um, and this involves loads of people from around the community. We've been filming it for a couple of months now, getting all the footage in. Um, and then after that, we're going to go to the family library where there's an exhibition. And Sue Jolly's here from the family library, who we'll also speak to shortly. Um, and we've got another exhibition at Quails Hall. And we've got one at the Ramsey Town Hall and one at Age Concern in Ramsey. So they're all separate exhibitions, but they're all connected so we've got Tim Price's music, he's done a symphony, um, which is connecting the exhibitions and is also going to be shown today at the cinema. So I'd just like to say thank you to everybody in the whole community for everything everybody's done to help. So in particular, in Ramsey, the Northern Dippers have um, done lots and lots of helping to renovate Quails Hall and the Prison and Probation Service and the Men in Sheds, the Northern Men in Sheds. Um, so basically renovated the building um, put in lights that are now working and uh, cleaned it up and 13 trips to the tip so it's been a real community effort um, and everybody's come together to make it work and then it's just been lovely to see Ramsey and Douglas working together through the different libraries and sharing services and ideas um, and involving everybody of all ages and putting art in everyday places so that people can just access it without going out of the way. And is this the concept in many ways then, this sort of creativity for all, because uh, sitting next to Nick Dixon here, well known of course, but I mean there's lots, there's a huge amount of creativity on the island and it's the idea to try and sort of explore that, get that out and get people who might never really dip their toe into the creative arts before to come and try. Yeah, absolutely. 
there's been so many people, especially I've noticed it in the Ramsey Town Hall, who are coming in every day and saying, you know, I do art at home, but I've never shown it to anyone. Or, you know, I do Japanese painting or I do lead painting on windows and different people have got different skills and it's giving a platform so that exhibition has been almost an open mic for artists where people have been able to bring their own work and put it up but um, Nicola has brought a lot of consistency by being able to put work in all the exhibitions by already being established so there's different stages of um, of development um, and it's just been really wonderful to give people that platform um, to showcase their work when sometimes they're not quite professional and they're not quite a hobbyist and where does it fit? So it's giving people different pathways to get included. And you mentioned Nicola, she is sitting right next to us. Uh, so your role would be what, pulling strands together to a degree? Pulling strands together, raiding my attic and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, and, and finding art that I, have, I haven't exhibited for years, to be honest. So it's really lovely to have this excuse to pull things together and, and, act, and, and, and exhibit and go, oh yeah, I'd forgotten how lovely it is. And also to get that feedback from people as well, because um, you... You know, everybody likes that uh, reaction. It's like the, the the viewer is the last link in the chain as as the creative artist um, with their response to your work. So, yeah, and it's been great to be part of it and just yeah. It turns out I have quite a lot a lot in my attic, so there's quite a lot around um, in the various venues. And there is an amazing amount of towns on the island. And I think I read in the, in the booklet somewhere you were saying, you know, you see creativity as being a bit of a superpower. And I suppose we've all got a little touch of that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, is, it is like magic, really. And you, you are making something out of nothing, really. Um, and that, that is a joy. You know, you get little pots of colour and then suddenly this amazing painting comes or thread and you make a sweater or... Um, yeah, and I guess as an artist, as a full-time artist, you'd have to kind of hone your superpowers to make sure that you can carry on doing it as well and, and help other people. You, 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 you're just much more aware of it, I think, as a professional artist, and you, you like to encourage other people to practice theirs. So you have to be creative in how you actually display your creativity. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, we... Yes, it's whenever you have an exhibition, you have to think, right, what am I going to use? It's like the banners you know, that were from the promenade. We've hung them from various, from various locations in the places and in the exhibition venues, and they look cool. Or um, how to make bring a little project together and make it look good in, an, in a gallery like my Not A Day project. What frames have I got? Oh, yes, that, that works. You know, so, so you can see that about the Quails Hall, and it was just on the internet before now. It is terrific. It is island-wide, as we say. We're just going to cross over here as we sit upstairs outside the Broadway cinema and uh, a man who is, uh, well, a lot of people will uh, recognise when it comes to cinema, uh, Dave Armstrong. Where's your link with this then, Dave? Well, actually, it's been a real privilege to be involved in this project. Um, really taking a snapshot, I suppose, taking the temperature of where we are creatively, and it's, it's just fantastic. What, what a great eclectic mix of people that I've been able to talk to. And meet new people as well, which has been, which has been fantastic. Um, and it's, it's sad because it's only really scratching the surface. I mean, I think like Bickley was saying, and we all say there are so many creatives on the Isle of Man. And just to, to connect with a few more has been, been great. And I think there was two purposes for this film. Uh, one was really to, to give this snapshot, but other... Uh, the other thing was really, I think you might have mentioned it before, to encourage people 
to look at their creative inner person, inner being, and, and just do something creative. And it doesn't have to be professional. It can be just for fun, which is fun anyway. Um, and just do it. Go out and do it. And that's really, really what we want to get across. And as I say, also take this snapshot. And we've only scratched the surface. There are so many more. This is probably part one of a multi-part series. Do you still get surprised? Because obviously you've been involved on the creative circuit and through film and music and drama and goodness knows what else for many years now. Do you still get surprised by the sheer amount of talent we have on, on such a small island? Yes, especially young talent. That's, that's what annoys me more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's so much good young talent here. You know, I met, met some great musicians and, you know, not just young people. Uh, but the good thing about the creative industry, it keeps us all young at heart. And we're immortalised by what we make. It's true, and I think that's a, a great sort of, a, yeah, could be a motto for this whole weekend, really, or this whole exhibition. Um, Sue, oh, in fact, you can introduce yourself, seeing as I'm coming round to your way. Okay, so I'm uh, Sue Jolly from the Family Library. Um, uh, first of all, I would like to thank Jane for inviting me on this journey, because it's some journey. <laughs> it's evolving as we go along. Um, the Family Library's been established for quite some time. Um, it's a charity, obviously, and we have five services. And at the moment, we've got funding for the next five years, so we're very, very proud to be able to hold and host this exhibition. Some of Nicola's work, some famous... Um, I've got a Hoggett, piece of Hoggett there, oh. and I've got um, some Archibald Knox, not original Archibald Knox, but I've got some reference to Archibald Knox. So, obviously, some historical aspects of art and creativity on the island but also a family element and there's some children's artwork in there as well we've got some little pieces of stories behind the backdrops of some of them and it's just so much it's fascinating to, to be I would echo what Dave and Nicola and Jane have all said because you don't realise how much talent there is on the island and we see the young children coming in on a Saturday morning and we have a craft club called Sticky Fingers and you just <laughs> They love it. They absolutely love it. It's so much fun to see the children being so creative. And again, we're hosting the music as well. And we've got some 3D artwork and we're also playing Tim Price's music as well. So if you haven't been before, come along to the Family Library in Westmoreland Road and come and see what we've, what we've got on display. Which sounds sound advice. And I suppose in many ways you're at the sort of cliff face when it comes to creativity and that you're a real hub for all manner of creative outlets. It's not just as sort of a library as the old view of going and sitting in a hushed environment reading. I mean, you can do that if you want, I suppose. But, I mean, it's such a creative hub now for all ages. Oh, absolutely, yes. Every day there's something different. And to be really honest, it's, most, it's a wonderful place to work because you never know what's going to happen next. You know, sort of who walks through the door or what's going to happen. Today, for example, we've got two pirate parties before the exhibition. You were saying, so, yeah, when you came down, <laughs> just left the pirates. Yeah, so every day is different. I mean, it is, and it's a... Um, obviously, the mobile bus goes around the island as well, and I've been privileged to go on that as well. So it's, it's more than a library, it's more than books, much more. And so it's terrific, I suppose, something like this to really get out and this celebration, not just in the library, but island wide. I suppose it's a great way to really sort of highlight the creativity and also places like the library, perhaps, so that people, as you say, hitherto hadn't actually thought about going along to it. Absolutely, yes. I mean, we get. Um, family members, grandparents and parents and children coming just for books sometimes, but then they end <coughs> excuse me, they end up staying for two or three hours once they got once they get to know what we offer and everything. And uh, yeah, we're certainly looking but we're trying to be as creative as we can from what we offer as well at the moment. Especially in current times and financial climate times and so on. 
hardship times. We're sort of hoping to look at uh, changing our opening times and things. In fact, I sent Jane a video of the exhibition in the night, and it actually has a different look at night, so I'm thinking of offering a nighttime viewing as well. <laughs> that sounds a terrific idea. Right, we're going to sneak around the back here and come to our final... Um, mind that water bottle there. Our final guest here, and uh, come along. And would you just like to introduce yourself? Hello, um, my name is Linda Gilpin and I work for Department for Enterprise. So I'm actually he- helping Jane uh, Critchley with this project today and all these wonderful people who are all our themed experts in their own field. Um, I actually have to confess I'm a bit of an amateur artist myself, so I do dab with watercolour oil, a bit of acrylic, ceramics, um, silk painting in particular is my speciality. And um, I only picked up art about five years ago, and I found it so therapeutic. So I do beg people, if you've never tried it before, please do give it a go. And if you have grandchildren or children of your own, get the paints out. Just show them a bit of imagination, a bit of enthusiasm, and it's amazing what a splash of colour can do. Um, but it is wonderful to, to enjoy, and you might actually take it up full-time. Who knows? But there is so much creativity on the island, from music to poetry. It's all actually connected, and it's wonderful to see so many people involving themselves. And this is, as I could say, just probably the beginning. So it's great fun. Yeah, try it, ceramics, whatever. Just go for it. Don't hold back. You only live your life once. (laughs) (laughs) Get out there and give it a go. Also, I suppose, something like this with the whole celebration, which I sit here in Douglas, it's up in Ramsey, it's round the island, something that anyone can dip into. You don't have to be in the artistic firmament, as it were, but also perhaps highlighting the the importance of the creative arts as well to, I think, the island or society as a whole, because... As Sue was mentioning there, we all know we're in fairly tough economic times. Quite often things like arts are the first to suffer. But really it has a vital role to play, I think, in, in any healthy society. And I think something like this really, really points that out. Yes, definitely. And uh, there's plenty of doors always open. Um, I would mention as well the Isle of Man Art Society. I'm the membership secretary. So if there is anybody interested, adult members there who'd like to join, just give us a ring. Uh, we're always here to help. Loads of very talented artists are there on tap just to encourage people. And we don't have competitions. It's just basically everybody helping each other involve and get better. Um, that's the one theme is helping and encouragement definitely lovely I'll just sweep back to uh, Jane for a final word well Jane come out to me but we're all playing musical chairs here which is great fun terrific uh, really is as I say island wide then Jane uh, if people want to find out more want to get involved want to find out more details get along to some of the venues uh, give us some sort of times dates how people can get involved and see what's going on yep Well, the exhibitions are all independent but connected. So Quails Hall is open um, Monday to Friday and I think it is 1 o'clock until 3.30 and then it opens on a Saturday as well for part of the day. So that's that's been well publicised. There's posters all around um, and it's on the social media. Um, Family Library is open during the normal hours for Family Library so you need to go on the website to check that. Um, and the town hall is open during the normal hours as well. The point being, you can just go in and out. And the age concern drop-in centre, people are welcome to drop in if it's if it's open. But also, we've made it so you can see it really clearly from the window. 
Um, there is going to be a booklet that's hopefully going to be launched along with the link to the film. So there should be somewhere online where that's going to be accessible to be able to engage. And people can contact me direct. So I'm jane.critchley at gov.im. And I'm happy to, um, to be the link and to connect people up. Um, and just to say about a, a little bit about Linda's role um, with the way that we've been able to help is through something called Corporate Social Responsibility through our Investors in People group at the Department for Enterprise. And that's really fantastic at engaging the community and making sure that we can do things that were not really always planned from the very beginning. So the whole project, as, as Sue said, has been quite organic. And I think that's been really an important part of it, that somebody will do something and then someone else will add to it. So we've had poets um, writing about art and um, we've had ideas about the music developing into Tim's um, symphony being played at the cinema. So it's been very evolving and organic. So if anyone has got any ideas that they think, oh, you could do this or you've missed an idea, please do let us know because everybody's keen to involve everybody and um, develop ideas together. That's what it's all about. Everyone getting involved in whatever creative outlet they enjoy, making the most of it. And of course, as we're hearing, it's not a one centre project. Artist Michael Starkey has been instrumental in transforming a well-loved space in Ramsey, Quails Hall, as he explained to the inimitable and considerably more attractive version of me on this very show not that long ago, Sarah Hendy. One day, sounds like a fairy tale, I was swimming in the sea with the, the Ramsey Manx blue tits, and all of a sudden this was mentioned and I was descended upon it but all these blue tits came in uh, with robes and things everywhere, cups and saucers, <laughs> stuff all over the floor. But on a more serious note, the main thing I wanted to do was to try and get back lots of the heritage to the people who had loaned to the hall. So we had to catalogue all that. And then we set about um, what we were gonna, what was gonna, how I was going to do this. So there was no seats or tables or, chair, or chairs. And, Nothing at all, really. So um, it was the sort of I had a very small budget, which you would hardly buy, but it was very generous budget, but not much. I was tipped off about these chairs, about they were up for to go from the the, the Douglas Library. Mm-hmm. So I got all them. The tables were kind of came from through one of the swimmers off Jerby School, because they can't sell this stuff, but they donated to a charity. And then we had worked about with the Department of Enterprise when things needed painting, so. Lots of the girls rolled their sleeves up and mm-hmm. um, mop floors. It was like, I wish we would have filmed it. It would have made a great movie, even. Uh, and I can't thank uh, all the people who have helped enough, really. And the next step was to um, put hanging rails up. Mm-hmm. So that again, it was a budget. And uh, men in sheds did that. Gosh, that's Picture really hanging good. rails up, and yeah. Department of Enterprise gives some money towards that. And then, but the painting at the the, the loos at the back were pretty dire. So, um, community service from the prison did that. And then we had the prisons, prison workers came down, painted all the railings outside, and slowly but surely it started to take shape. Um, the piano was donated, and I, I got that tuned by doing a couple of drawings for the guy that did it. The organ. Um, I bought in an auction. That organ was played at the end of the Queen's Pier when the boat came in. No way. That's something like 1890 or something. Like that. I couldn't take the exact date. So the whole thing really has been a fantastic community. And there was a little bit of money left over with the town hall uh, budget who were involved with the enterprise. And they um, paid an electrician to come down and put new, put, change the bulbs and the lights. 
and uh, we had other electricians popping in just to, to help them putting lights up out the back. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing was done on a budget, which is remarkable. The next step, of course, was to try and get the paintings. Mm -hmm. And I wanted um, something completely different. When people came through the door, I wanted a real sort of wow factor as well. So I sort of, due to the contacts in the art world, um, I contacted people and then Jane said to me, could I paint 27 paper carrier bags, yeah. which are all around the room. I had three weeks to do them, Gosh. working at night time. You have had your work cut out, haven't you? And you've got, you've got names in this room, like you've got Nicola Dixon, you've got Laura Moon, you've got um, oh, sculptures by um, a little... Area, craft yeah. person called Mara, which yeah. is really, really great, and um, and uh, Peter Davies. He was head of art in, in, in Liverpool, oh, and yeah. he had actually done some work, and his wife, Joe Davis, does the illustrations oh. for the book Stories of, of Stone, course. Of course. and his partner, but, but she did all that, and so I contacted Peter and said, could he could he bring something in. I painted three churches to me and they're absolutely remarkable. Yeah. And the Speak Airport down there, you know, these, these are some never been seen before, some of this stuff. So I dug out some of the fabrics yeah. in the oh, corner there. They are gorgeous. And that was the hand-painted board and that was the dress which made into, which was lucky enough to get modelled at a Marks and Spencer's fashion show. Um, and that velvet, the feel of the... It's a strawberry print that you've done with lots of other little berries in there and everything, little blossoms, and um, the feel of that fabric's gorgeous. It's lovely to see the diversity of your work, but also things that have been contributed by so many others and names that people recognise as well. One of the things I'm really pleased with was that the, um, we contacted Jacqueline Morrie Grace, who, as you know, is just remarkable, absolutely remarkable, and she'd written the poems about... Um, one picture or, or the theme of the pictures so they're all littered round near, near the, the works as well uh, I and mean, we have one in the corner here of looking out towards the point of air oh, yeah. one of the things I was thrilled to get was I was lucky enough to get to, um, to borrow the, the, one of the exhibitors who doesn't want to be named um, uh, or a friend of the exhibitor she loaned me the, the tutu which was danced at the Royal Ballet Covent Garden Capalia and this is the, the original dress that she wore the, the whole thing has just come together. People, the, the artists have been fantastic, yeah. and I can't thank the artist enough too for the work. I, I, and we needed something up on the top up there, yes. so I'd done some work for the, the railways and holiday posters. So we used it up there, and then we dump everything's hidden behind there, stuff we can't use. But all the artists that came forward, and I'll give a little thanks to the Manx National Heritage, who came in and put a little pop-up display for us in the corner, uh, which is really, you know, really interesting. And the, the, the tablecloths and things we've borrowed. And I suppose this is, this is only the beginning, isn't it? It is uh, on the what's, beginning. What's on the horizon for this space now? Well, I've been contacted by a couple of groups and I was hoping to work that uh, I've been contacted by the Ramsey Grammar School to maybe the, they'd like to maybe do an exhibition. I've got um, the, the new head of art coming to see me. I've got numerous other um, people contacting me about um, doing little flower workshops or little pictures as well to try and keep it... What we've gone for is just something completely different for the town. Really. We want something vibrant. Um, one of the things that the, the girls kept saying to me, the swimmers kept saying to me, onwards, onwards and upwards. We don't go back, we don't go back. Onwards and upwards. That should be the motto for all arts on the island, I think. 
The wonderful Michael Starkey there talking to Sarah. And you can find out more of what he's been up to on the Quails Hall Facebook page. Don't forget the other sites, the Family Library, Ramsey Town Hall, plus the Age Concern Drop-In Centre. The booklet and link to the film by Dave Armstrong should be available now-ish. And you can always get in contact with Celebrate Creativity Together Supremo Jane Critchley on jane.critchley at gov.im. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to manxradio.com and download the Spotlight podcast and listen where you want. I'm told you can get waterproof headphones and phone and listen while swimming or diving to a shallow depth. Just a thought, albeit a slightly mad one. We'll be back next week when, amongst other things, we'll be talking to the new bard, Michael Manning. Drop me a line with any artistic thoughts or ideas. Stay creative together. And I'll see you next week. Cheerio. Cheerio.